Warning, warning. Salational organisms approaching the base. Please put on boxing gloves and await further instructions. Welcome back to Discovering SPC. It's me, Tanhany. What? This is my friend. What? <laughs> well, was that clever slip up? Was that implying we're going to read whatever SPC is today? What do you mean? We always read SPC. No, we always read SCP. Are you right, Dorno? You seem confused. Sorry, I just... Ever since, <laughs> ever since I saw uh, Godzilla: Final Wars, I just feel like I've been living in a different timeline. You know, that's crazy. You shouldn't think that. I know. I, I know. Don't think Look, it again, okay? Let's just discover some SCP. I mean, SPCs. What do you got for me today? How many? Hold on a second. Uh, sorry about that, everyone. I'm sure that was highly unpleasant to listen to, but my mic crapped out for a minute, so I'm. Yeah, it's all good. I mean. Your mic craps out. I'm recording without pants on, you know. Your what? Quirky, just quirky things. Okay, well, let's get into it. We have one, two, three, four articles today. Mm, <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Four. four. That's so fancy. Four. That's a lot. That's so many. It's Can so you many. count to four? Well, first, what if I told you about, which I've been reading about the SCP Foundation, right? Well, let's be yeah, honest. It is SCP. They kind of suck. Yeah. Because they're doing I mean, so much. Chasing, they're too they, much. Yeah, they destroyed your tower. They've been chasing us for God knows how long. Now. They need I don't a even know focus, a specific this. focus. And that's what I think this other organization could offer. The SPC? So, yeah, I'm sure. So there's some of these SCPs that are aquatic, right? Like the, the eel and whatnot. Hmm. And... Of course, there are some of them that are sharks, presumably. Yeah, I imagine there's quite a few that are like shark-based entities. God, I hope so. I fucking love sharks. And they're just going around, so you know, as they please. What if there was yeah. a group out there, some kind of center, that would punch these sharks into submission? <laughs> what What are we, some kind of shark assad squad? <laughs> and this center it would punch these sharks into submission. To keep them in like in the nose, kind of like how people do to disable sharks. Yeah, but it's repeatedly to vanquish them. Seems awful. Some, some kind of wait, they're, shark they're punching ki- center. Killing sharks? Oh, is that what SPC is? Shark punching center. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, Tan. Well, let's get into it. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to read this organization anymore. I thought it was going to be all about how cool sharks are, but no, we must not. Well, let's get into it. Anymore. Let's see if maybe they can change your views. So you're pro-shark? I'm very pro-shark. I'm very anti-human. Especially recently, man. People are so stupid. But sharks? Sharks are predictable. Actually, they're not. That's a complete lie. (laughs) Just lie blatantly out the door to make my point. Alright, so we got... Oh, this is a JSCP. J for Jarnell. SPC169-J. Let's get into it. We should call this episode just this discovering spc episode 51 and don't give it like a title just see if people see that well they're gonna see it now fuck off you just i was gonna do that anyway but you've you've unveiled it no uh whoever's editing this cut this part out you don't have to let's get so this one's called the big one and it's by dave you fool 
Okay, Dave, you... Fo- I don't... Bl- hold on, I'm gonna fucking check. I, every, every day, I check to see if it's you, and the one day I didn't, because I was so brain empty, you fucking got me. So no, I'm checking. Okay, it is Dave, you fool. Sorry, Dave. I like Dave's profile picture. It's like a, like a dinosaur bird guy. Yeah. I like it. Well, is Dave, you fool still right? I think so. So, item number, SPC-169. Object class, Megalodon. Shark punching contingencies. Due to its immense size, direct punching of SPC-169 will prove impractical. As such, Project Ahab has been established for the full-scale pugilization of SPC-169. Project Ahab consists of simultaneous Dreadnought-class punchery from five separate sources in the southern Atlantic Ocean. (laughs) Ahab 1, Fist of Neptune. (laughs) 50 satellites currently located in stationary orbit over critical points of SPC-169's anatomy. These satellites are capable of releasing 100 kilogram tungsten osmium sculptures of fists into Earth's atmosphere, which will then use a natural acceleration of Earth's gravity to punch the SPC at terminal velocity. Why isn't this how they fought Godzilla? <laughs> they didn't have enough time. Ahab 2, Fist also, of Triton. Also, is their real goal to destroy these SCPs, or are they just like stunning them with punches? They want to annihilate them with punching. I don't like this. This is my least favorite organization. Ahab 2, Fist of Triton. Ten volleys of 20 intercontinental ballistic missiles modified for shark punching purposes with kaiju grade doomfist tips. Ahab 3, Fist of Calypso. Two stage operation in which Megara 277EA92R, a van sized asteroid in an L4 orbit around the Earth, is one, implanted with several boxing gloves, and two, Magnetized directly onto SPC-169. Oh lord. Ahab 4, Fist of Cthulhu. 500 modified drilling rigs will be installed in the exterior of the SPC for the purpose of applying continuous punching action over the course of several years. Ahab 5, Fist of Nemo. Data expunged will be trained in bare knuckle boxing techniques and summoned to challenge SCP-169 to fisticuffs. This is obviously a great threat. Is that like a pun off Fist of the North Star? I don't really know if it's a pun. Nemo barely sounds like North. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm just stupid. But obviously this is a great frat. I gotta say, it's so far it's got the funny ha-has, but I just really can't get behind punching sharks. This makes me upset. This is the worst group. I don't like them. I hope they die. Well, description. Let's find out what it is before you judge. SPC-169 is the largest shark ever encountered by the shark punching sensor, believed to be between 2,000 and 8,000 kilometers in length. Radar analysis has detected a hardened outer carapace, indications of a state of dormancy, and unfortunately, a complete lack of exterior indications of punching, so it has not been punched. The SPC is believed to have existed since the pre-Cambrian era. Due to the ethical ramifications of a shark having remained unpunched for that long, Project Ahab is to be executed as soon as possible. And we have a script. Addendum 1. Shark identification discrepancies. Who would you like to be? I don't want to be either of them. I don't like them. You must choose one. I guess I'll be the administrator. Begin log. Sir, we have reason to believe that SPC-169 is not a shark. Explain. SP-169 has an exoskeleton, as well as multiple sets of limbs and feelers. In truth, I believe SPC-169 is a very large arthropod. Interesting. Tell me, is SPC-169 located in the ocean? Yes. 
Is it larger than a dolphin? Yes. Does it have lots of pointy parts that could potentially be dangerous? Then it's a shark! This is entry-level shark spotting. You really should know better at this point. Well, sir, with all due respect, by that logic, sperm whales, orcas, and narwhals could also be called sharks. God, no. Oh, no. Following this meeting, an emergency initiative was established for the investigation and immediate punching of SPC-170, Moby Dick Sharks, SPC-171, Free Willy Sharks, and SPC-172, Sword Sharks. No. How did they get the money for all these fists? To punch. They must punch. They must. They must. Addendum right. 2, Ethics Committee Review. I'll be Dr. Balboa. We'll be going over the agenda for Project Ahab, but I think we need to step up the lethality. On what grounds? Well, if we were to punch the shark and we did not kill it, I'm fairly sure its enraged awakening would, could potentially cause irreversible damage to human civilization. But would it be punched? The human race would go extinct, but yes, the SPC would be punched. Look, whatever the fine print says, our job is done once the fist is in the shark's bitch face. Forgive me if I fail to see how the most punchable shark in our organization's history is generating so much nitpicking. Headlock. I agree with him. You should punch it. This is conflicting because on one hand, I don't like punching sharks. I love sharks. But on the other hand, this is really fucking funny. <laughs> and I feel like it's, it's a nice breath of fresh air from the serious business SCP stuff. Uh, I really like this. Uh, but I don't like it because it involves punching sharks. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I'm going to give it a Wait. minus 1 for not liking it because it involves punching sharks, but an 8 out of 10 because it's funny and good. So 7 out of 10. I see. You're, you're very brave. Let's get to the next... I have an idea, though. I, I have an, I have a, my own funny idea, right? right? So do you know what Anomalocaris is? Is it a shot? It's the... It's the Precambrian life form that's incredibly important to the plot of Attack on Titan. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if I let me see if I can find the image and send it to you real quick for reference. They're not um, going to see the image. Yeah. No, I know. It's just for your eyes only, so you understand. I guess what I'm I'll I guess about. I'll describe what I see to our audio listeners. Yeah. It's it's the one on the right. Obviously, not the fucking Titan worm. It's... So it's this just random old extinct fish that people like meme about how much they miss it. And it showed up on Attack on Titan, and everyone was, like, and like mind-blown about it. They're like, finally, it's back, boys. It's like, of, of course it started this all. But um, I had a really funny idea for a joke SCP, because Anomalocaris basically has Anomalous in the name. So hmm. just write Anomalocaris and then say, well, it had Anomalous in the name. How were we supposed to know it wasn't a fucking SCP? <laughs> it's just this stupid fucking fish thing. Like, arthropod thing. <laughs> I don't know, it's funny in my head. <laughs> just, the foundation can't, like, like the guy's trying to explain to him, this is not an SCP, and the guys who are doing it are just like, I don't get it, it has Anomalo in the name. Our, this is dumb, why are we arguing? <laughs> just keep doing that. That's what this article made me think of, the one we just read. Because he kept talking about, it's a shark, right? Because of this and this. It's like, but it has Anomalous in the name. <laughs> okay, never mind. This is, I'm digging a hole. Alright, what's the next one? Oh, the next one is SPC-682. SCP... Wait, we've already read that. No. Oh, this is SPC. My bad, course, sorry. You fool, you fool. The lizard shark. This is, I think, I, the, the, the list it's on oh. doesn't have the title anymore, but I believe this is called the easily punched shark. 
This one's way better because it actually has a really cool, like, aquatic-themed background instead of, like, hmm. the weird red-gray background of the usual wiki. Let's find this out. This is on the it. SPC database. Yeah. SPC. Oh my god, every little thing. Look, look, look at the menu. Every little thing has a fist. That's such a good attention to detail. Who made this CSS? Was it whoever wrote this? I'm not sure. I, I, I should probably say Sir Pudding, this Sir Pudding Sir wrote Pudding. this, yeah. Yeah, and <clears throat> I don't know if Sir Pudding made the CSS. Someone please inform us if you know, but clever uh, CSS. I dig it. Nice and nice. So, notice from the Central Intelligence Coordination and Projects Operation Command Office. SPC-682 is currently operational at the Fortress Ross Experimental Warfare Facility. The continued security of subject Estival Outlander is an Alpha Orange priority task. Information in this project represents a Type R cognizance hazard. Sikapopo has approved qualified exposure. Project number SPC 682. Salation. Salation. I've said it right every time, but I just keep saying it. Salation. I don't know how you say that next part. I don't know how that would stay with the line over it. Salation pugnatorial capabilities. Its original form, which is linked to normal 682. Estival Outlander right. was of little relevance to combat against the Salation threat. What's well, Salation? Is that like another shark. word for shark? Let's... Yeah. Yeah. And well, Elasmo branch fish of a group that comprises the sharks and dogfishes. While it possessed impressive combative capacity and was nearly indestructible, the creature was not amendable to direct Salation pugilism. Augmentation I think that's supposed the... to be amenable, and I might need an edit. Yeah. Exploiting the creature's impressive adaptive ability has since transformed it into a Salation entity, one that is able to sustain pugilism indefinitely due to its regenerative capability. The high volume of pugilism against a Salation entity resulting from this project has delayed Case Liquid White by 43.7 years, according to the SPC-001 predictive model. Project components. SPC. So we, we know that they, they were trying to do something. Liquid White, I assume, is to li- like turn all great white sharks into liquid or something. I don't know. But that's delayed solely because of this lizard, or I guess this newfound shark? They've turned it into a shark. But why would they do such a thing? Punch it. Project Components. SPC-682 consists of the deviant-type non-salation entity Estival Outlander, Tank 5 at the Fortress Ross Experimental War Facility. Wait, that it's... says Tank 7 for me. Tank... It does say that for me. I don't know why it said Tank 5. Tank 7. Okay. <laughs> Extensive surgical modifications and ongoing environmental stimulus. See augmented machinery. Squadron Spectral Sound 2. See Project SPC-1569. And a Clark-class automated pummeling system. Oh, hell yeah. Automated pummeling system? Yeah. That's what Punch. I need to get on against you every time you get out of line. How dare you? <laughs> Estival Outlander was originally a large, deviant-type reptiloid creature of unknown origin, presumed extra-universal. It was located by the center in a hibernation state at the Green Harbor dig site. Once awakened, it demonstrated a high-level intelligence as well as strength and speed beyond the levels predicted by biophysical models and terrestrial reptiles, or any known non-deviant terrestrial organisms. It was initially extremely hostile to center personnel, and once communication was established, it expressed hostility to all terrestrial life including, but not especially, towards Salation entities. Estival Outlander's tissues are capable of extraordinary regeneration and adaptability. It's theorized that the entity could regrow completely from a single intact cell and can develop adaptive morphology for nearly any known environment. 
Due to this, by carefully controlling environmental stimuli, Estival Outlander can be deliberately <laughs> induced to assume a desired morphology. <laughs> Tan, we've seen Shin Godzilla. We know how to eliminate this threat once and for all. No, it's not nuclear. It won't work. <laughs> mm, can you survive the million degree heat of a nuke? No, yeah. but... um. I, th- I, I think the funniest way this article could end, and I really hope it ends this way, is that they punch, they keep punching it so relentlessly that 682 decides the best way to adapt to avoid destruction is to stop being a shark. Well, it, it just goes into back to being a lizard. I know, but it should turn back into not being a shark after being punched enough times to avoid, to avoid the onslaught. <laughs> Knowledge of Estival Outlander represents a Type R cognizance habit. 97% of subjects who read or hear a description of, or see an image of, the entity state a strong preference for the destruction of the creature. When told that the creature is indestructible, 98% of subjects continue to state a preference for its destruction. However, when informed of the creature's current situation, 96% state they are satisfied with the current status of the project. A significant majority of subjects describe their feelings using some variation of, as long as it's suffering. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Augmentation Summary the cognitive and biological functions of subject Estival Outlander have been modified. The nasal gill system was surgically transplanted to the thoracic cavity. The limbs were pulverized and forced into molds. The cerebral cortex was surgically reduced and a system of electrodes was implanted in order to prevent neural regeneration. Salation tissues, including skin, ampules of Lorenzi and internal organs were surgically grafted onto the creature. The creature was then submerged into a saltwater environment and its own adaptive capabilities combined with surgical modifications triggered a full morphological shift in cessation phenotypes. Shut. Nice. <clears throat> Enhancement summary. Initially, uh, pugnatorial action regarding the SPC-682 was carried out by Marine Fighting Team Centurion. What's, what's pugnatorial? Is that just pugilism, Punch. like punching? Okay. Yeah. With manual aquatic pugilism techniques, so they punched it with their fists. The creature's nice. impressive regeneration was barely tasked by the activity, however, and the Hass-class automated pummeling system was installed in Tank 7. This system used hydraulic armatures, armatures to deliver 160 10... Kilonewton. Kilonewton's punches per second, and was in place from 1989 to 2004. Wait, is... Yeah, 160 10 kilonewton punches, that makes sense, okay. It was replaced by the advanced Clark-class rig, delivering 230 25 kilonewton punches per second. Yeah, how do they have the money for all these fist weapons? The people want to see sharks get punched. It must happen. Yes. That makes me sad. Following development of Project SPC-1569, a squadron of spectral sound biosubmergibles was assigned to the tank, and the pummeling rig was placed on indefinite standby, as these organomechanoids are each able to deliver over 351 kilonewton punches per second. Jeez. Project SPC-682 remains available as a testbed for SPC Project Mythologies, Subject to Seekapopo approval. So they test their punching techniques on it. That's fucked up. I do want to say, I, I know this is a joke article, but, but considering how much 682 can change itself, and how there are like specific GOIs for X things, it's kind of neat to see, even in a joking setting, like, S- oh, 682 changed enough that it's now under the jurisdiction of a different apartment or group of interest. Um, very clever. Excerpt from Case File. Green Harbor, long number. The following transcript is taken from communication... Thank God. The following transcript is taken from communication with Estival Outlander prior to the project augmentation. Would you want to be 682 or Dreyfus? 
I'll be I'll be six eight two. We are prepared to release you if you agree to assist us. I do not serve. I will kill you, disgusting sub creature. You profess hatred of all life, yes? We just want you to concentrate on some specific animals first, is all. You don't care that I will kill your own kind, so long as I kill some others first? Yes, just as long as you deal with the Salation entities first. Sharks? Yes, but you'll need to use blunt fists only to do so. (laughs) You want me to punch sharks? Yes, exactly. (coughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) No. So be it. To MFT Frogmen. A marine fighting team operator trained for combat wearing underwater breathing equipment. You may now disable the entity. That 682 voice is killing my fucking throat. Oh my god. And then we have our ending. Excerpt from the SPC 682 Project Development Log. On November 11th, 2008, due to an undetected failure of the neural electrodes, Estival Outlander regained partial sapience and attempted to communicate with sensor researchers. Did the hydrophones just pick up something? Pardon? Motions to increase gain. Speak up, uh, check the amps. I will Yeah, that that's the problem. Stand by to increase the current. I will punch sharks. Too late in the talent short. You're doing great work where you are. To reach it to Smith. Do it. Hensel. So they they they've put him under such suffering that he was willing to capitulate. <laughs> he was like, I'll do it, please. And they were like, mm. I think we'll just shock your brain enough. You're doing great work where you are, champ. I can't believe it. They put 682 in SPC for like five days, and and they've nearly conquered him. SCP Foundation, take fucking notes. (laughs) That's all I have to say. This one gets a 9 out of 10 for me. 7 out of 10 for writing, plus 2 for mega funny. (laughs) Right. Now for Uh, our next one. What's SPC number 3, my friend? Number three? You want to know what number three is? Wow. It is yeah, S- I do. P7475-J. Hmm. <clears throat> well, a big number. This one... That's way past the ones we're at. Yeah, yeah this, that's because J's can be whatever they want. This one is called... Wait, Turbo... wait, wait. Actually, hold... sorry. I know. I know. I need to sign in first, okay. and then I need to upvote the other one, because I forgot okay. to do that. I fucking hate that I have to log in every time on the stupid wiki because it's not made well. What's your password? I hate wiki.dot. Uh, shut up. That's my password. Don't try that. Because it totally wouldn't work. Gotta be shitting me. What could my password possibly be? So you don't know. That's why you didn't answer. I swear it normally doesn't take this long. Type in. You got a good keyboard? Oh, I did it! Finally! You did it! I did it. I upvoted the last article. You see the pain I have to go through for art, people? Because the wiki dot can't hold my account for more than two seconds? (laughs) 
Interesting. Right. This guy, no, he clicks like without today. any hesitation at all. That's right, because that's just how much I value the hard work of the people on this wiki. Unless that's I don't SCP like their way. article, and then I don't vote it. Dude, here's the thing about voting and downvoting. I just don't vote for an article if I don't like it, because like I would downvote, but people can see who upvotes and downvotes, so it feels like mean. It feels like it's targeted harassment. It's obviously not. I'm not saying if you've done that, it is, but it just feels like mean for me to ever downvote an article. Yeah. I don't yeah, want people to be like, wow, pretty, Darnell hates me, It's frowned upon to, down, to downvote down any articles. You can get a lot of trouble yeah. for it with the community. I actually downvoted all of Tanhoney's articles. Just wow, is that so? The there. podcast's over, then. I... <laughs> Alright, this next one's by Gargus, who has a really cool gargoyle profile yeah. picture. And it's called Turbo and This Shark was made a Pul- really long-ass time ago. It's called Turbo Shark Pulverizer 6000. Fuck yeah. Does Gargus still write? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you read this one? Why don't we, why don't we uh, split the... the... <clears throat> Alright, do you want to react? You want to make the what? funnies? <laughs> All Fine, right. I'll read it. I'll read Item it. Number. That's a good point. SCP-7475-J. Object class Euclid. Special containment procedures. SCP-7475-J is to be kept at Site 69 <laughs> in a 6x6x6 meter tank filled with salt Ooh. water derived from the Pacific Ocean. Said tank is to be reinforced by 3 meter thick steel slabs removed only for testing and feeding. Subject is to be fed one meal of chum every eight... Wait, they're feeding this shit? Wait, this isn't even an SPC. This is just an SCP. It's just yeah. shark related. You bastard. Subject is to be monitored by waterproof cameras at all times. Any attempts at a containment breach are to be met with full non-lethal force until the subject is reminded of its nature. What? SCP-7475-J is to be made aware of its nature every two hours, regardless of whether or not it has forgotten. Should the subject refuse to hear out this information, it is to be made aware by force. In the event the subject does severe damage to itself, medical attention is to be given under heavy armed guard. This is like the opposite of SPC. SCP-7475-J is not allowed any requests of any kind, regardless of how well behaved it has been in recent weeks. Is this just me? Am I 7475? Perhaps you are. That's what it feels like. We'll see what you're truly made of soon enough. 7475-J is a heavily mutated humanoid discovered roaming the Pacific Ocean in 20 blank. Subject stands at 2.3 meters tall and weighs 155 kilograms. The, subject, the skin of the subject is a deep gray and continually secretes a moistening agent for up to 10 hours when on land. Subject is capable of withstanding ocean pressure at depths of up to 2,000 meters and can achieve speeds of 80 kilometers per hour when submerged. The subject's respiratory system is highly unusual, shifting between normal human lungs and fish-like gills whenever it enters or exits its body of water. Subject's eyes are adapted to underwater conditions, is in possession of webbed hands and feet, and has recently developed slightly scaly skin along the frontal abdomen. 7475-J currently refuses to divulge exactly how these mutations came about. The SCP refers to itself only as Turbo Shark Pulverizer 6000, and claims to be the Shark Punching Center's top agent. Given the subject's consistent demand for sharks to punch, capability of punching at 85 kilograms per square centimeter when attacking sharks, and discovery in the middle of punching a shark, there is no reason to doubt these claims. The SCP refuses to engage in any situations that do not involve sharks, and forced testing under these conditions have revealed its baseline strength to be exceptionally weak. Uh, 7475-J possesses a greatly limited, so it can only bring out the big muscle when it's punching a shark. Yeah, it's like Popeye. Okay. What? <laughs> 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 he, 
The SCP possesses a greatly limited intelligence, demonstrating an intelligence quotient of 65 and is aggressively single-minded, occasionally not even registering that subjects other than sharks exist. Addendum 7475-J-01. Uh, prior to Incident 7475-J-83, the subject was granted any requests it made. As most of these sharks were... As most of these were shark-based in nature, and typically did not pose any threat to the staff, aside from the trouble of obtaining sharks for the subject to punch. However, on blank blank 20 blank, subject grew tired of waiting for the current request, a crocodile shark, and demanded the set of children's scuba gear with a shark motif. After going through site command, the subject's request was granted and delivered inside of three hours. At 1300 hours, the SCP breached containment and ran amok in Site 69, waving the components of the scuba gear above its head and screaming frantically. Upon encountering any person, the subject would grab them, pin them against the wall, force place the gear upon them and punch the victim in the face. This went on for 50 minutes, during which time the SCP managed to capture and punch double-digit Foundation agents, researchers, and doctors before being sedated from a distance and returned to its containment chamber. From this point on, all requests made by SCP-7475-J were to be denied without exception. Addendum 7475-J-02 Prior to Incident 7475-GW6, the subject's tank was composed entirely... Tan, are you going to, like, react? This is kind of weird yeah, when I'm just, like, I'm reading the SCP. Oh, I guess I just... I'm not hearing you. I'm, I'm, I'm reacting tank was on my composed... face. I'm smiling. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, very good. Very Crazy. Good. The subject's tank was composed real? entirely of bulletproof... Tan, Tan just being like, Darnell, how about you autopilot the podcast? The subject's tank was composed entirely of bulletproof glass, and minimal security was sp- spared towards it. A week after Incident 7475-83, the subject breached containment once again. Video of the escape shows the subject ranting about Foundation members being part of the shark-loving agenda, and <laughs> randomly you. punching them in the face. It is me. Despite their dis... No, I'm the opposite. I do love sharks. I am no, I mean, of the you're shark-loving part of the shark-loving agenda. agenda. So you're like a SJW. Yeah. Shark yeah, justice warrior. I am a shark justice warrior. That is true. Despite their distinct lack of similar appearance to or relation to sharks, subjects holding tank was afterwards fitted with the current steel slabs as per the new containment protocols. I actually, when I was a kid, I used to have like the children's sharks setting gear. I thought you say you had containment protocols. Uh, no. Actually, I was going to tell a story, but it's probably not a good idea to tell that in the podcast. So I I stopped myself just to tell us a censored version. No, I don't trust the editors to censor it. So no, I mean, like, self-censor it. What? I'm, I, no. You, you can't do this. Give us another story, then. <laughs> you got to give us something now. How about another joke, Murray? Give us another story. A lot of my stories being young involve really embarrassing things that I can't talk about. Most of them involve me being naked. Tell us about the time you went to no. Culver's. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to kill you. Do you know that? Do you know how easy it would be? I just so I, I have the queen on speed dial right here. Queen? Yes, execute that man. He's gone too far this time. I'm sorry, but She'll he's be... my executioner. <laughs> my highest demon general, Tanhoni. After six containment breaches similar to Incident 7475-GW6 and multiple failed efforts to keep the subject sedated and contained, Dr. Karekis erroneously informed SCP that, due to its skin condition and ability to survive underwater, it was part shark. No. Upon receiving this information, the subject became unresponsive to any other information and began to repeatedly punch itself in the face. 
This has proven to be an effective way of keeping the subject from breaching containment, however. The strength it exhibits when attacking sharks has led to minor brain damage, repeated bouts of amnesia, and an occasional loss of consciousness. Despite this, as long as the subject is repeatedly reminded of its status as a shark, the only other action needed to keep it contained is medical attention for any serious injuries. Excerpt from SCP-7475-J surveillance transcript. No! I have to punch the sharks! No, 747. You are the sharks. Addendum no. 747-J-04. Though the subject has not confirmed nor denied the theory that the shark punching center is responsible for its condition, the strong possibility that it was mutated by the organization has grabbed Foundation's attention. Requests to make the center an official group of interest are currently under review. Right? This one... I'm going to be honest, it's got a funny concept, but it went on a little bit too long. Yeah, the, the joke just uh, dried out I feel like it could have got to the point. Yeah, and I feel like that hurts it a lot in the writing aspect, so I'm going to give this like a 5 out of 10. Wow. Shark-loving agenda in action, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm a shark. I want a picture that's like, yeah, I'm an SJW, and then it's the acronym Shark Justice Warrior, and yeah, then it's I like a kid sharks. in a shark costume. Yeah, shark fan cam, anybody? <laughs> Uh, can someone draw a picture of me as a shark? Please. I want that to be my YouTube persona. I've decided now that I'm a shark. You're Is that okay, Dan? It'll, it'll fit in the... Uh, <laughs> the best VTuber? No. Say it. Uh, Say the thing. That, that would fit well with our aesthetic, right? Ah! Ah. Uh, ah. <laughs> yeah, it would fit in perfectly. <laughs> that would be a great SPC, just ah. Ah. Oh, no. Let's get to the next one. Let's get out of this topic. So, yeah, Tan is, Tan is a menacing Yoko Taro man in a cloak, and I will be a shark with uh, facial features. Uh, it's decided. That's canon. The next one. All right, so there's one more left, right? SCP-1449. Another non-SPC? Yeah, this one is called Dreamtime Whale Shark by Jorick. All right, can you read this one? Yeah. We did and that experiment, and it didn't work. <laughs> See you later, smelly pastrami man. You'll never read again. You won't need these right, eyes anymore, this. right? Oh, this one was written by um. This one was written Jorick. by Jorick. Why does that name sound familiar? He what else something? did we read of theirs? What did he do? Um, some other good ones. I don't remember the specific ones we read, but we've read him before. We've read a. I know that name because I remember. I was like, oh, that's good, Jorick. Good job. But I can't remember what SCP it was. Damn it! I'm sorry, Jorick. I didn't mean wow. it. Sorry, Jorick. All right, I'm excited to read this now. I always get excited when it's like a name I recognize because we've read it enough times. Except for Tanoni, I always get a sense of dread when we read one. Well, of his you know, you, well, you never know it's me until afterwards. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I'll kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> Item number SCP one four four nine. Object class: you salad. Wait, this Special... is the first non-joke SCP. What the fuck? Yeah. Ever. Special containment yeah. procedures. The SCP is contained within a Type 65 containment module, measuring 13 meters in diameter. The containment module is suspended within the storage chamber by means of a magnetic suspension system, and is to mon- Oh, Jorick! Is to be monitored daily for any cracks or warping mm. in the surface. Oopsie. Better edit it, Tanhody! Better put in an edit so it doesn't get missed! Mm. Oopsie! In the case of you a containment breach, I'm not going to do it right now. In the case of a containment breach, the chamber housing the SCP's containment module is be filled with methyl formate-based foam. All test subjects exposed to the SCP to be briefed on known dream features and mechanics. Must attain a score of 75 or above on the Lang-Sesantos lucidity test, and have to be implanted with A5 eidetic recall memetic triggers. 
All information gathered by tests will be compiled in document 1449FG. Interesting. What could it mean, okay. Darnell? Okay, so it's uh, something that's filled with foam, mm-hmm. and it's... Why do they care about its dreams? Let's find out. Description. The SCP is a living artistic representation of a whale shark, Ranostrodon typus, in a style of Aboriginal Australian dot art and measuring 13 metres in length. The SCP does not require any sort of nourishment or other usual physical needs. While in an aquatic environment, the SCP will exist in three dimensions, but it's capable of shifting to a two-dimensional form and presents... So it's not like a painting on paper. It's like it's like a living thing that's represented in that style of like dot painting. I guess but like so, in the yeah. real world, that's pretty cool. While in an aquatic environment, the SCP will exist in three dimensions, but is capable of shifting to a two-dimensional form when presented with a continuous solid surface. The SCP's three-dimensional form consists entirely of paint dots arranged in the outline of a fully grown whale shark. The entity's two-dimensional form is a top-down depiction of the creature. Oh, that's kind of cool. Interesting. Yo, we should we should introduce this guy to Cassie. He'd eat her. You, no, you you have whale sharks eat like krill and crap. Have you ever seen people ride whale sharks? It's really cool. I don't, I you say whale shark. I only hear one of those words, boy. And I'll I know what exactly what it needs. Hey, I'll kill you. Good old knuckle sandwich. <laughs> You know this next hit will kill you, right, Tanoni? That's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Punches a whale. Oh shark. my god, your mic's getting staticky. Oh no. That's because that's because I want to punch it so bad. Oh my god, Tan, you have to fix it. Ah! Is that better? Yeah, it would be. All right, never mind. Yes. That's my secret. I'm always staticky. <laughs> all right. Okay. So the SCP's behavior is similar to that of non-anomalous members of the species while in an aquatic environment. However, the SCP will move inland at night once approximately every 50 to 75 days, generally in areas of low population. The SCP has been witnessed to move at least 400 kilometers inland. No purpose for this activity is known at this time. Individuals that enter REM sleep within 2 kilometers of the SCP will experience vivid dreams which share the same setting and inhabitants, interacting within several multiple multiple separate continuities. All dreams will begin with the subject holding onto the tail of the SCP, and left within swimming distance of shore. 18 unique entry points are currently how did they? How did they find out about this? Did, like, a scientist fall asleep on the job, and then they were like, Ah, oh, I wasn't sleeping on the job! Look, it does this shit! See? We're good. Nice stuff. What a nice save. 18 unique entry points are currently known, with each point of entry existing in a separate continuity of the setting. For example, in continuity 1449-1, the river Opu was created by the serpent Irula, while in continuity-2, Irula is dead, and the river Opu was dug by members of the Wilpinia tribe. Subjects are so has it been a different continuity each time, or are you always just within one of those? I don't know. Subjects are capable of affecting events within a continuity, and these changes may be witnessed by other test subjects, though these changes will be limited to the single continuity. Throughout all continuities, the dream environment is a series of island chains and small continents set within a large, shallow ocean. Inhabitants of this area are generally humanoid in appearance, with several rarer sapient species of non-human appearance. Inhabitants are not aware of the nature of test subjects, insisting that they are simply travellers from afar. Interesting. Sharky Sakai? 
What a wonderful Coca-Cola I just drank. <laughs> so, by the way, are you thirsty? Get yourself a Coke wow, down it's... at the store. And no, we're not talking about Pepsi. You know what would <laughs> suck? Money. If you fell asleep what? to like go to the dream world and someone found your body while you were asleep. Luckily, you can hide your bet sure if you have NordVPN. The... I'm pretty sure that's the entire plot of fucking uh, Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Yeah, but if you have NordVPN, <laughs> they can't dream, find your body. Dream, dream. That's true. And it's quite uh, it's quite simple to install, actually. I don't know if you've you've tried it, but it's... Uh, I, Tan, it's actually, we're going I too far with the bit, and we're not getting paid. We're I actually paid. don't know anything about NordVPN, so I'm having to sort of wing this. I don't know if there's a free I, trial I know or anything. I a little bit, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you right now, NordVPN, if you want to sponsor us, then you get to see... You better cough up that cha-ching. <laughs> yeah, it's like DLC, if you want to get the rest of the... Uh, you the get, we've given you a little taste of what we have to offer. <laughs> a sense of pride and accomplishment. And you want us to continue uh, this little bit? Well, you know where to find me. Uh, if anyone what? wants to sponsor us, that'd be pretty epic. I'm not going to lie. Please, please. please. Uh, addendum 1. Notable <laughs> events, entities, and locations from the SCP's <laughs> dream environment. for money in the middle of the podcast. We're so broke. I need the money. Oh. Come on, guys. Uh, so oh, they sorry, include, that's number 3. First interaction with a non-human sapient species. Entities were serpentine in body structure, measuring approximately 10 metres in length. Entities were encountered again in tests 16, 23, 40, and 56. So, are they testing these by having them fall asleep? Yeah, in the yeah. dream environment. Okay. Test 9. Subject witnessed a migratory herd of platypi, each estimated to weigh in excess of 2,000 kilograms, led by six heavily tattooed humanoids standing 3 metres in height. Test 14. Subject was mauled by a bunny nip. No permanent damage sustained. Test 29. Subject was accepted as an apprentice to Grey the Rabbit Hunter, completing three successful hunts before end of test. Holy shit, that's an honor. I'm not going to lie, this just sounds like a really cool role-playing I know, setting. I'd like to go to Dream of the Shark. <laughs> I, want, I want an isekai I, to I want to go to Shark Dreamland. <laughs> Me too. Test 35. First observation of serpentine creature with prismatic scales, a rare, measuring an estimated 90 kilometers in length. Oh, Jesus. Subsequent observations occurred in tests 90 and 91. Test- Do you think in Shark World you get to roll uh, prism shards to try and roll sharks? Hell yeah. Test- get like an SSR shark? <laughs> Test 54. Subject effect- affected major changes within continuity 11 by initiating the arrest of local slave trader, which led to the execution of the slave trader. Test subjects was considered a local folk oh. hero by inhabitants upon subsequent visits to continuity. Thanks. Nice guy. I, I'm sorry, I know we're reading an SCP here, but now I really want someone to make a shark gotcha game where you can, like, roll different sharks of different rarities <laughs> and they have alternate shark outfits. Like, the base shark is always just the shark, right? But, like, you get the higher rarity sharks and they have, like, little outfits on. Or, or like, like distinctive outfits. marks. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> They're a shark in a bikini. Test 76. It. Discovery of approximately 100 tons of molten white plastic in computer circuitry within the caldera of an extinct volcano. Origin unknown. Test 81. Test aborted by subject due to local rugby riots. Oh, boy. So, things that happen in the dream world affect real life? Because it said due to local rugby riots. Hello? Dan? Oh, Hello? Yeah, let me leave and re-enter the... There he is. What the fuck? That's... Dude, you need to get a new mic. I do. I do. This is, this is going to be the last episode it's of time. the classic mic. 
You said that this like is the end of the classic ago. era of discovering SCP. <laughs> well, where, where did I stop? I was saying that you don't want your sleeping body. Uh, I, I asked what's up with the rugby riots. I was like, how do the rugby riots have to do with this? Well, you, do they affect the real world? And then I just heard you silence. don't want your body sleeping body near a rugby riot. Oh, oh, I see. Uh, but that implies the SCP's out in the open. I thought it would be like in an SCP container yeah. in like a, a center, right? Well, it swims in land. You got to go with it. Oh, I see. So you can't really contain it. Well, I think I think they can, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I understand. Yeah, it says they have it in a magnetic suspension system. Well, maybe this was before that. I don't know. Uh, addendum two. Right, so... Test zero one three zero three continuity oh one blank blank twenty blank. During exploration of the dead jagged hills region. Sector 15, Quadrant 3 of the Dream Environment, Agent Blank is believed to have come into contact with another real-world individual, henceforth referred to as Subject-1, active within the Dream Environment. Agent Blank was the only test subject exposed to the SCP at this time. Subsequent visits to the region did not result in any sightings of the subject. Subject-01 appeared as a Caucasian male of approximately 30 years of age under considerable distress. Clothing was heavily worn and patched with leather and shark skin. Upon sighting Agent Blank, the subject approached and gave the following message as recalled by Agent Blank. What, why don't you read what it says? Don't say anything. If you say anything, I lose my mind. You say anything and something horrible happens. You're a dreamer like me. My name is Nikolai. I am the shipseer of Dunum and of the Brotherhood of Selashios Pungik's Combine. And... Fuck, 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 no. Not Nikolai. I am not Nikolai. I'm Ag- Agent... Agent... John? Shit! ID code 34254-Q0. Q0. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! I- I'm sorry, I can't can't keep the memories straight. Being this lucid for this long hurts. The dreaming fills in all the gaps. Things have always been, even as they are brought into being. I've been on this cliff since the beginning of time, just like how this place has always been here. The dream was torn away by the deaths of the gods before time began, but I watched it happen five years ago and... Are you following? I can barely tell the dream and reality apart anymore. My world has always been the way it is, and we made it like that. We hurt the dreaming, the shark, that's how we see it. We hurt it, killed it in our world, and the dream time poured out like it spilled blood, and we made this big scar here, and, and things are wrong. Fish walk, and ghosts haunt the stones, and women give birth to plastic children, and the leech fields stretch out forever, in the seas of human blood, and the center eats cocaine and caviar out of the skull bowls on the crushed backs of opal mares and acres of broken glass and it has always been like this don't don't do it don't do it again subject 01 returned to his hut at this point and further investigation revealed that he had vanished subsequent visits to the region have not resulted in any further sightings Okay, so maybe I'm just dumb, smooth brain, but I'm not keeping up with what's happening here. So it's a big shark. It's I think it has to do with um, Aboriginal mythology here. So it's like a big shark, and like it also. So it's, it's oh, the dream that's shark. probably why I just don't have the the understanding of Aboriginal mythology to connect the dots. I kept trying to see if like Pungix was like pugilism again, and this was a secret SPC thing. Oh, is, that is, this is actually really freaking cool. Is, there is a bit of SCPC yeah. thing here because it's implied that. Nikolai or John is from the SPC world, and in their world, they punch this shark, and that's why their world is all messed up and crazy. Because oh. they, they killed the dream shark. That's really interesting, actually. 
Honestly, this is super cool. It actually makes me want to read more about Aboriginal mythology, knowing that now. So you did an amazing job, Jork. Um, uh, honestly, I feel like this would be a really good setting to write, like, tales about or to, like, roleplay in, like, in the dream world kind of thing. Uh, very, very interesting. Um, I like that it respects your intelligence. I personally didn't understand that it was, like, an Aboriginal mythology thing until Tan informed me, but, like, I feel like if you go in knowing that, it's definitely... I, I'm going to assume it's probably pretty neat with that, uh, and I feel like that would enhance the experience. But overall, just a very cool aesthetic, a very cool description. It doesn't quite have a narrative until towards the end, really, but I still like it, so I'm going to give it like a 9 out of 10. Holy shit, that's Good the best story he's ever given. That's not even close to true. If it is, I would never lie. But, yeah, very, very, very cool. I've never told a lie in my life. And it didn't involve punching a shark, except for that guy who ruined his world by punching a shark. I've never lied in my life. Um, that's a lie. It's not. I, I just said it's not. How can it be a lie if I never lie? I'll kill you. What did you fucking say? Anyway. What did you fucking say? So, we've read four of these SCPs, but we still have time, so are we going to, like, read comments, or are you just going to be lame? Lame. Well, we read comments lame. every episode, so I don't know why you think I would be lame. No, I don't think that would be lame. I said, are we going to read comments, or are you going to be lame? But it's like, why would I be lame? Because we read the comments every time. No, no, but... Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, why would you choose the lame option? It's like, I'm never I lame. I'm a, I, we read it every time, so why okay. would Okay. We only got six comments so last yeah, yeah, episode. I'm going to be honest, so you failed we... us last episode. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time to... F- We're going to have to just talk about life, I guess, after these. Yeah, you're going to have to listen to, to us. Yeah? That's not what you're here for, but you're going to have to. Because I got stories to talk about. Yeah, let's, let's, let's read the, 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 the few loyalists, the, S- the screwy SCP loyalists <laughs> yeah. in the comments. Of course. So first, from Banker Paul, we have Tanhony. You've done something bad. Can you guess what it is? What haven't I done? <laughs> well, at least you haven't lied, according to you. Never. Tan, say we live... Oh, sorry. Comedy Man Kelp says, Tan, say we live in a society in your bobble voice. <laughs> we live in a society. That's also his Joker voice yeah, than any other sort of remotely clown, clown voice. character. And it's also my Green Goblin <laughs> voice. Hmm, <laughs> Spider-Man! Spider-Man! My again. Green Goblin voice is slightly different, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was half expecting that... <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was half expecting that Business Crows SCP to end with a reveal that the mysterious entity who helped them form a business was Datto. I can't believe Darnell actually fell for the surprise Tan was the author of the skip the whole time trick again. I'm amazed Tan pulled that off. Literally every episode since he's done that, I've made it a point to check. And the one time my head empty, so I didn't, so he fucking took advantage the other day of we were watching He God- took advantage of The other of day me. we were watching Godzilla Final Wars, and in it, Godzilla is fighting this mysterious monster that turns out to be Ghidorah. <laughs> and it's just, it's <laughs> That's exactly, exactly what it felt like. Yeah. Also, I wanted to inform everyone that if Tan's Godzilla, I'm angriest, and if you want to make fan art of that, well, that's up to you. Just saying. I just really want to see a lot of cool monster art, alright? It's not subtle. That's just the kind of guy I am. Okay. <laughs> Comedy Man Kelp also says, when Darnell said Dino Tales was like Aubrey for a split second, I thought he meant Aubrey Graham, a.k.a. Drake. Who's Aubrey Graham? Drake. Who's Drake? Uh, Drake Bell from Drake and Josh. Oh, 
I never thought it would be so simple, but I found a way, I found a way. Alright. Drake, where's the door? Where's the commons, Tanhoney? Oh, well, man, just take it easy. You don't know the bit, do you? I didn't, I I, I did, did, well, there's no real follow-up, but I did a different Drake and Josh bit that you didn't know. Oh, Whoa, okay. just take I'm it more easy, excited for the, I'm more excited for the SPC episode than I was for Infinity Wars. You're in fucking luck. As well. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad someone will be happy. You're not happy? Dino Tail says, Hey, Tanhonian. I'm never happy, dude. That's my oh, secret that cap. <laughs> Sorry, take, redact that. <laughs> Dino Tail said, Hey, Tanhonian Wilson. Uh, my SCP recommendations are SCP-3890, forget-me-not, SCP-3452, Hecaton Chairs, and SCP-3200, Kronos. Kronos. Two, my theme recommendation is Apotheosis. That's my Three. theme recommendation. I know I give a lot of recommendations. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do some Apotheosis yeah. in real life. Hmm. I know I give a lot of recommendations. I'm just way too deep to pull out now. Four, personally, I would like to see you guys read SPC articles, but you guys do what yeah, you want. Five. Tanhoney, if it makes you feel better, I'm really excited for SCP-5000. You know, sometimes it gets really hard to keep doing this podcast, and when people say stuff like that, it really gives me the Part light six, to go the off. statement above is a lie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said that, I didn't even add that as a joke, he crushed your dreams. Dino Tales, why? You've got to like the next video, okay? <laughs> as recompense. D- Dino Tales standing over the flame. Tanhoney's like on his knees coughing up blood, and Dino Tales is standing above him like, mm, you thought it would be so easy, By the way, you? my recommendations are... <laughs> That's his villain phrase. <laughs> Every time he like kills off a character, it's like, my recommendations are... Chithalia says, wow, this is boring. What the fuck? JK, it was entertaining, oh, okay. smiley face. <laughs> your animated reactions make me happy as oh god what the hell what i just there's like some weird goop on my finger what the fuck i'm getting me that was so weird uh as for the wait for 5000 i have all the patience in the world for that unless i die before you cover it lol wait did i really spoil that shark scp i mentioned uh, worried face. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about anymore, so you're probably... We've already forgotten everything that was said in the previous episode, don't, so don't worry. Yeah, that's... that. I have literally the worst short-term memory. I'm so easy to gaslight, it's not even funny. Donnell, um, Quaker Button... You know that you're the president what? of Corvus, right? Yeah. That sounds right. I definitely didn't forget about that. Quaker Button knows, writes, Was Wilson's Wildlife really only created in 2018? It feels like they've been around forever. Darnell falls for Tanonis. It was not Raffley who wrote this. It was me. Trick every every so time he falls for it, baby. Every every, every time. fucking episode. You guys saw every I episode. Every I would time. double check the authors. One time, I'm too. I trust in the kindness of Tanhony, and he fucking. I bet I, he didn't even have that planned originally. I bet he realized that I wasn't paying attention and just snuck it in there. Every time. So fucking sick of this narrative that I don't pay attention and I'm not clever, all right? Damn it, okay? I get it every time. You feel good about baby. yourselves? Without fail. The anomalous writer says, Darnell's power is slowly getting stronger. He can end the episode at will. It's Friday, can't. I'm not gonna just yet. Mm. So, we've got some time to spare. We've got through the part of this 
show that everyone hates where we read the SCPs. Now we've got the good stuff. Hang on. I'm getting a text from my boss that I have to answer right away, so you distract Hold on, guys. So now I was getting a text. So. It's just you and me now. Tarnell can't save you anymore. What do you guys... Put in the comments what you think Darnell's getting a text about. So, basically, in my neighborhood, it's completely frozen over, and I literally couldn't get out. I almost crashed my car the other day. It went, like, because I, um... The whole road was iced over, and my car veered off, and it almost ran straight into a lamp pole, which is terrifying, because if you know me, you know I've ran into a telephone pole before. Oh, no. I Um, didn't know that. So, it freaked me out. So, I stopped the car... And I had to wait for for uh, some help to get the car back to the house. And I was like, I can't come into work. Today, roads are still bad because it's not snow that can be cleared. It's ice. And people in our neighborhood aren't putting out salt. So I tell my boss, hey, I can't get out of the neighborhood. It's not safe. And and she was like, so no one else in your neighborhood can get out. And I was like, well, cars in that have tires or that are made for snow and ice can, but my dinky little Nissan Juke, which you know I have because you see me at work every day, can't make the trip. And she's like... She's acting like I'm just trying to not come into work or something. And no one will cover for me because of the same reasons, so I don't know why she doesn't believe me, because the roads are terrible. Anyway, moral of the story is my boss sucks. This is what... We live in a society. We do. We really do. I guess you can forget (laughs) about leaving in the Uh, comments what you think the text is, because now we know. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't hear you say that. Uh, what else has been going on? Good morning, Poon Poon. So there's a Poon Poon Discord server. I wanted to plug my thing. They're like, you have to ask an admin. I was like, okay. So I, I, I DM the admin. Haven't gotten an answer because I think they've been busy. But someone came to us months ago asking us to like do something to set up a bot. So I passed off to my co-host. They didn't do it because they forgot because they were busy. And this person put out like a really long, passive-aggressive rant about how we couldn't do the simplest task and how awful we were and all this shit. And I was like, oh, geez, sorry you're so upset with us. We didn't even ask you to do this. So there's drama over there. And it made me – I went on a rant and plugs in about the other day. It's like the SCP community, you guys have it figured out. Every SCP server has a channel for plugging. People just spam their shit there, and if you don't want to see people's shit, just don't go there. But, but like, the server's so weird about that. They're like, no, you need admin permission to talk about your project that's related to the thing we're all fans of. And, and you know, a lot of places on, like, Reddit and, and on, on the web are the same way. It's, like, such a bad thing to promote your own work. But if you're like, oh, my, my grandpa with only one eyeball painted this, even if that's a complete lie, then people all of a sudden don't care. But you're not allowed to, like, shill your own work. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tan? Yeah. I know exactly. And it's kind of frustrating. Like, why as creators should anyone feel guilty about... Like, it'd be one thing if you're shoving it down people's throat like an advertiser, but if you're just like, hey, here's my thing, why is that bad? Yeah, if you'd like PM 300 people. Anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't read it. Burning read it. London bridges burning down. I'm sorry, I went eight shit for a moment there. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you be mean to the guy who's literally the reason that our channel? I wasn't being mean. It was just a little joke. It was just a little jest. Just a. Oh boy, fucking! This better not become a thing. This better not become a hashtag. Fucking dream took a shit. Hashtag dream took a poop. Hashtag he pooped. Why is there a dream hashtag on Twitter like every two seconds? I don't know. Does anyone? You know, I kind of like this idea. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's a real nightmare. I agree. I kind of like this idea of when our episode's not long enough, just talking about whatever. It's really fun. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Tanhony, I found out the other day, because this, this interests me, because someone was like, I would love an episode where Tan goes on about an obscure topic Tanhony doesn't know. But the thing is, Tanhony and I have a lot of interests in common, so I haven't really found one yet that he gives enough of a shit about to pay attention. What Godzilla? I was telling you about um, Godzilla shit. Yes, but Godzilla, uh, on the flip side, Tanhony, I've always wanted to get into Godzilla, but I never know where to get the freaking movies at anymore, now that like rental stores aren't a thing. Uh, and Tanhony knows everything about Godzilla, so we've been watching Godzilla movies, and he's been running me through the lore, and it's been a ton of fun. And I would be interested in doing, like, a Godzilla series or something, where we would, like, edit together, like, clips of us watching and commentating the movie, but I don't know if we have the time or editing skills to make that work just yet, but it's something I'd be interested in in the future yeah. if you guys would be. Kind of like a commentary-style thing, but for fucking Godzilla movies. Probably old ones for obvious reasons. Something funny going on. You better check. Better go check. <laughs> why, why? God, I love it. The iconic voices of uh, Godzilla and Angrius. If you don't know who Angrius is, he's Godzilla's <laughs> best friend. And he's a giant armadillo. Yeah. Let's just say I'm the angriest to Tanhoney's Godzilla. Because he's a giant armadillo. That's me. Giant armadillo son. I believe. I, I, right. I, I don't know if like I've like imagined this at some point and like retroactively put in my memory, but I believe in like one of the new Godzilla art books, the, or like for one of the recent movies, there was like a reference to SCP six eight two. Was there? Like you could see it on a screen or something. I I don't know if it was Godzilla, but I do remember a movie where there was like a lizard being held down, and someone told me it was a reference to six eight two. And now that you mention it, it might have been during the new Godzilla movie, the one with Ghidorah, when I was in the theaters with my friends. Because mm-hmm. I have friends that are in the SCP, which is super weird. Cause Whoa! They recognize Ew! You. Your like friends I say your name. Well, the, well, here's the thing: they don't recognize you. They recognize your SCPs, and I'm like, oh, my friend writes them. He wrote like this. You might know this. And like, oh, he wrote that. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, that's cool. Can I meet him? And I was like, and I'm like, no, he's really shy. <laughs> that's how you all make me sound like I, I live in an eccentric mansion and I've never not gone out in ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like that fucking trope and fantasy of like the Baron that's been hidden away for years and no one knows if they're still alive. I'm like the butler. It's like the, the start door. of Dark Knight Rises. Like... <laughs> oh, Master Bruce. You need um, to stop pushing in bottles, Master Bruce. <laughs> Master Bruce, it's time to stop gaming and get a real job. I swore when I saw you get victory royale and your cries echoed through these halls. <laughs> oh man, you practice this. You're good at it. Oh man, what's next? We need to watch Joker. We need to watch more Godzilla. Oh yeah, ReZero Season 2. I haven't watched it yet because I'm going to wait to binge it all, but you've been watching that, right? Is it uh, I'm behind a bit. I like to get a bit of a backlog. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit behind with Attack on Titan chapters as well, but so, the thing about Attack on Titan is if you're part of the fandom, that you just can't not get spoiled because people will aggressively message you about what's just happened. So I kind of know what's happening, even though I haven't been keeping up the last couple of chapters, and uh, apparently it's some crazy shit. Have you heard about the last chapter, Tan? No. I won't say anything here because I don't want to spoil the viewers, but some crazy shit went down. Well, and you know what the craziest thing that's going to happen now is? The episode's gonna end. It's gonna end. Oh, I wanted to chat more. No, this no. is fun. The Darnell of this episode will cease to exist once the episode ends. No, no, don't let it end, please, Five, please. I don't want to die. Four, no.
Three, two, one. I don't want to fucking go.